In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds hurried away to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. When they saw the child, they repeated what they had been told about him, and everyone who heard it was astonished at what the shepherds had to say. As for Mary, she treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds went back glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was exactly as they had been told. When the eighth day came and the child was to be circumcised, they gave him the name Jesus, the name the angel had given him before his conception. The Gospel of the Lord. You know what they say about the Chinese? Okay, it's not just the straight hair. We are unrepentant storytellers. Here's an old story that comes from my tradition. Some of you may be familiar with this. A father and his son were poor farmers. The only prized possession they had apart from the small piece of farmland which they tilled was an old horse. One day the horse ran away. How terrible, what bad luck, Mr. Lim, said the neighbours. Good luck, bad luck, who knows, replied the wise old farmer. Several weeks later, the horse returned, bringing with him four wild mares. What marvellous luck, Mr. Lim, said the neighbours. Good luck, bad luck, who knows, replied the old man. The son began to tame and train the wild horses, but one day he was thrown and broke his leg. Oh dear, what bad luck, said the neighbours. Good luck, bad luck, who knows, replied the farmer. The next week the army came to the village and conscripted all the able-bodied young men in the village. The farmer's son was still disabled with his broken leg, so he was spared. So, good luck, bad luck, who knows. So what's in store for this coming new year? Good luck or bad luck? As we stand at the threshold of a new year, it is natural that many would attempt to divine their fortune for the following year. We would certainly like to ward off the misfortune that we had experienced in the past three years and pray for a real break in fortune for the next year. You don't have to grab an almanac or get the latest feng shui book for 2023 in order to get your annual predictions. Today's liturgy and readings provide us with all the projections that is necessary. On the first day of the new year, the Church celebrates the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. But this feast isn't really about Mary. It's about Jesus. By celebrating this feast of Mary and affirming that she is the Mother of God, we are also affirming that Jesus is God. Mary is not only the Mother of Jesus, she is also the mother of God, because Jesus is God. The baby that was born on Christmas Day, the baby whom some call the Son of Mary, we acknowledge as the true Son of God. We may be wondering as to what significance this knowledge brings to us. The answer lies in the second reading, 
Saint Paul writes, "When the appointed time came, God sent His Son, born of a woman, born a subject of the law, to redeem the subjects of the law, and to enable us to be adopted as sons." That's it. God's Son became man, so that we may become sons and daughters of God. Our salvation did not only take place on the cross. Our salvation begins with Christmas, when God became man. The divine commerce is the best bargain we can ever attain. In exchange for taking our humanity, God shared with us His divinity. Today's feast of Mary, Mother of God, confirms the central faith of Christians everywhere. Our Savior is not just some great human personage, political maverick, or enlightened soul. Our Savior is God. Christmas is the feast where we celebrate and proclaim our faith. That this immortal deity took on the flesh and mortality of a human person, in order that all humanity may assume the divinity of his nature. Son of God became man in order that men may become sons of God. Thus, if you were to wonder whether the following year would be filled with blessings or curses, we already have the answer. This is our greatest blessing: being called children of God. We often pray that God will bless us with good luck, or riches, or good health, or good results at our exams, or filial and successful children, or a good bonus, a windfall, or success. We often forget that His greatest blessing isn't any one of these things. God's greatest blessing isn't found in good luck, or riches, or in success. His greatest blessing comes in a form. Of our adoption as his children, we can call him Abba, Father, and he calls us his sons and daughters. This is our most precious blessing. Mary understood the meaning of this truth: that our greatest blessing lay not in fortunes, good luck, and perfect conditions, but in our new relationship with God. Today, in the Gospel, we read of how Mary treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. What were some of the things she treasured? Instead of having rich and powerful visitors, she was contented with the visit of poor and humble shepherds. The shepherds were not rich or powerful, but their presence was far greater than the presence of any king or rich man, because the shepherds could recognize the blessing of God in the baby Jesus, while others couldn't. Any mother could have wished that they could have delivered their baby in a clean hospital. Or a comfortable house, but Mary was contented with the stable and the animals who shared their home with the Holy Family. Although rejected by men, the animals welcomed the Son of God. How was Mary able to recognize these blessings in the midst of what appears to be misfortune? Mary provides us with the example of prayerful reflection. Prayerful reflection allows us to walk by faith and not by sight. Prayerful reflection allows our vision to penetrate the darkness of misfortune, in order for us to behold the face of God, who continues to shine in us in both good times and bad. When we are unable to save a silent prayer, meditation, and contemplation, we will find ourselves impoverished. When we recognize God's greatest gift and blessing in the person of Jesus, who made us sons and daughters of God. Then we will be contented with whatever we have.
If we are sons and daughters of God, then we are also his heirs. Our inheritance is eternal life, in that which is imperishable, and not in the worldly possessions that are perishable. So what's the prediction for this year? Would it be a good year or a bad year? Let me tell you without any doubt, it's going to be a splendid year, a great year, a marvelous year, a year of blessings, a year where we continue to be assured of an inheritance that has been won for us in Christ. And so, as we rejoice with Mary over the treasure of a son, Jesus, the Son of God, I pray that you receive God's choicest blessing, especially the blessing of being called children of God. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord uncover his face to you and bring you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.